Can't pay the IRS? Haven't filed in a while? Receiving threatening letters? Yeah, it's about to get worse. The IRS is hiring an army of agents targeting hardworking Americans like you. You need warriors on your side. You need Tax Network USA. Tax Network USA employs brilliant strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. For instance, they've discovered a limited-time special offer that the IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Never call the IRS alone. Let Tax Network USA attorneys handle it. They have preferred direct lines to the IRS. They know which agents to work with and which to avoid. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts and offer a best-in-class guarantee. Schedule your free consultation now. Call one 800 245 6000 That's one 800 245 6000 Or visit taxnetworkusa.com slash victor. Taxnetworkusa.com slash victor. Hello, America, and happy Monday. Great to be back with you after a long week, and hope you enjoyed the weekend podcast. We had some really fun guests this week. I really felt like we had some conversations. That conversation with Congressman James Comer, Brian Babin, Andy Biggs really stuck in my mind, as was the ones with Devin Nunes and Tom Fitton. Really great conversations. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, we're starting a new week, but we're not going to try to change the trend line. We want to give you a really interesting guest, and I think we've accomplished it again today. Amanda and I had an amazing conversation uh, in the last few days with Congressman Ralph Norman, who's now on the Rules Committee. He was one of those 20 holdout Republicans that forced really radical change on Washington for the better of the American people and for the worst of special interests in Washington. He explains in this interview why he did what he did, how it's going to change the way Washington operates for the next two years, and what will come of it in the form of policy, budget cutting, reshaping of government, and accountability of government, something that we're all crying for. So Ralph Norman's going to top out the show for us today, and then we'll take a quick commercial break, come back, and former Georgia U.S. Senator Kelly Leffler is with us. She has started a new project in Georgia that's becoming a model for how conservatives register, engage, motivate, and activate voters. It's not just an election season process anymore. It's a year-round, two-year-round process in the election cycle. And Kelly Leffler, former U.S. senator who lost a painful race, the U.S. Senate runoff race back in 2020, she's got a model a lot of people are talking about. You're going to want to hear about it. It's very creative. And she'll join us in the second half of the show. So glad you can join us today. Thanks for being here. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll kick things off with Congressman Ralph Norman from the great state of South Carolina. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. 
You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash just news. That's AMAC.us forward slash just news. Welcome back, everybody. As you may know by now, we have officially hit the debt ceiling. And while creative ways are being floated, like printing $1 trillion coins, Americans are looking for actual solutions. Novel idea, hey? Uh, The new GOP House majority wields the power of the purse strings. And while Senator Mitch McConnell has played a significant role in driving up the debt, he is now saying that the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, should take the lead on negotiating the current standoff. Now, here to react to that is a newly uh, announced member of the House Rules Committee and the great congressman from South Carolina, Congressman Ralph Norman. It's great to see you. Uh, Great to be with you, Amanda. Thank you. Now, before we get into the conversation about Mitch McConnell drop kicking the drama to your chamber, I wanted to ask you about this late breaking news. President Trump's account has been restored by uh, Meta. So on Facebook and Instagram, do you think he's going to use it? And if he should, what should his first post be? Donald Trump to, to get banned, it should have never happened. Uh, it's like the banning of, of so many networks now on DirecTV and others. Uh, it'll be Donald Trump. You know, you expect the unexpected. It'll be interesting what he uh, launches into campaign being front at top and, and front and center stage. And uh, but he will lay out a plan. I don't know that anybody uh, that's been in his shoes. There's no one that would have a better plan for this country over what he's been through, the mistreatment that he's had. So it'll be interesting to see um, one what he what he uses it for, and two are they going to ban him again? So it'll be a fun time. <laughs> That's for sure. No doubt about <laughs> it. Uh, 
Congressman, I wanted to ask, you led this fight that has radically changed the Congress. Quite frankly, it's changed the entire city of Washington. What went on in behind the scenes with Kevin McCarthy to get the sort of changes that affect how the people's voice gets heard in the people's chamber is really remarkable. Now that that's happened, you're on the Rules Committee, there's transparency, bills are uh, single-issue uh, bills. What is the most important thing you think is going to be coming down the path over the next three to six weeks that people will see, hey, there's a new sheriff in town and our issues, meaning the American people's issues, the dinner table issues are finally being addressed. A couple of things, John. First of all, Kevin had, Kevin McCarthy has lived up to everything he told us. Uh, the things that, w- that mattered to me was the budget. If you had to list one thing that um, we've got to tackle sooner rather than later, it's uh, the financial crisis that we're in. Amanda, you mentioned the, you know, what, uh, what Mitch McConnell you know, said about punting it to Kevin McCarthy, then why was he one of the leaders that handcuffed us until uh, with the omnibus until September of this year? I, I thought the the House controlled the purse strings. But be that as it is, the opportunities we have that conservatives have been given uh, with me on rules, I'm on budget, we have got to present the American people a plan. Uh, financial security is national security, and we're not on a course that we can can maintain. The trajectory has got to be changed, and people realize that. But, you know, everybody is a fiscal conservative until it affects their district, yeah. their particular program. And so we're going to have some fights, but that's a good thing. We're going to bring it to, to the front, and starting next week, our office will put out, and, and other offices too, some of the low-hanging fruit that is going to, I think, shock a lot of Americans, but we're going to put it out there as places to begin. This is a long stairway. You start with the first step. So I'm excited about doing that. And it's many other things that, that we're tackling on Rules Committee. Uh, me, Chip Roy, uh, Thomas Massey, we're going to drive a hard bargain. There's 13 <laughs> of us, nine conservatives. And um, we're, we're going to, it, it will be a new day with, with, with uh, what comes to the House floor. Uh, it'll be an opportunity for us to know every bill. And if it's not conservative, we're going to do what we can to stop it. And um, that's, it, 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 we got such opportunity now, but we're together. John, you mentioned it. We're behind Kevin McCarthy. And as a whole, our caucus is stronger. Look at the votes this last week. Yeah. Um, slim majority, but we're united, and I think it'll be that way. We're going to have our fights, which is a good thing. Absolutely. Well, and speaking of this, I think this is the perfect time to show our audience this clip, this exchange between Speaker McCarthy uh, and a reporter. Check this out. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop... He used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians when he knew different. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on Intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it. The FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the Intel Committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with the Chinese spy. 
That's powerful. Now, this, of course, was in response to, yeah, you know, I think Speaker McCarthy tried to do the magnanimous thing in allowing Democrat leader Hakeem Jeffries to appoint people to committees, but then Hakeem Jeffries kind of slapped him in the face with these appointments. So that was what this exchange was all about for our audience who hasn't seen it. It seems that Kevin McCarthy has a, a new zest for life. Well, it's, it's like we've been slapped in the face. The whole, our whole Republican Party has been slapped in the face since Pelosi has had the gavel. And so it's time to fight. The renewed vigor that you see in Kevin McCarthy uh, is, is the right thing at the right time. If not now, when? And for, you know what? I saw the interview with when, when Kevin had the exchange with the reporters. I saw Swalwell. I saw um, Adam Schiff. I mean, what complete frauds. And for them to feign that they cannot believe this is happening with what they've done to this country, with, as Kevin mentioned, on intel, taking a swallow off on information that many congressmen, including myself, don't get that he gets with the things in his background. No, you don't put up with that. And uh, I tell you, it's a new day in Washington, D.C. And we're, it's like taking the gavel away from spoiled children. We've got adults in the room now. We got business people. Uh, are we going to win every fight? No, but we're going to put it out for the American people and let them be the judge. Uh, and I look forward to that. I haven't seen that since I, to be honest, since I've been in Congress. Yeah, it, it definitely feels different in this town. And I've been here a long time, 30 years. It, it's a different feel what has happened in the last three weeks. It's really remarkable. Sir, I want to ask you about the culture of corruption that Democrats have, because you got the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden thing. You got Nancy Pelosi and all her lucky stock deals. You got uh, Swalwell with his problem with the Chinese spies. Americans are looking for something that says Congress gets it. They're going to take more action to make sure we can't corruptly gain from our offices. I know you take this very seriously. Josh Hawley's put out a law, I think he calls it the Pelosi Act, that will prevent elected leaders from owning securities and investments while they're in office. Is the House going to engage on something like that to try to send a message to the American people? I think we will. And I think, you know, John, the, the corruption is so deep and so broad. I mean, your reporting showed it. Uh, Switzer's you know, reporting showed it. Uh, but, you know, if you're a crook, you can put out all the laws you want. There are ways around it. Uh, if you look at what uh, Mr. Pelosi did and, and Nancy Pelosi both, they were together. They're a married couple. Uh, when uh, Paul made millions of dollars on that semiconductor when he got a grant from the government, uh, there's something wrong about that. And so, you know, there's so many things that we have got to fix. But the corruption part, I, I, I'm sure the first law that, you know, that we pass in the House that probably will be similar, similar to, the, to what's been put forward with Josh, Josh Senator Hawley's uh, you still can't make it tight enough. I mean, they'll, you know, the crooks true. will find a way to yeah. get around it with their with their friends, with their uh, yeah. relatives, and things like that. But it's a step in the right direction. Crazy. Congressman, very quickly before we go, we got about forty five seconds. Um, we saw one hundred and thirteen Democrats siding with the GOP on banning strategic petroleum oil reserve to China. Now, Karine Jean-Pierre this week from the podium said that it was actually Republicans who were voting to increase gas prices. Your thoughts on that bipartisan bill and if there will be more like it in the future? There'll be more like it. And again, she's she's a puppet for the powers that be that are pulling the strings with her. Uh, you know, should have never been depleted in the first place. Uh, we should never be buying oil and gas from OPEC, which are made up of countries that don't like us. So it's a step in the right direction. And we're going to try to handcuff Biden as much as we can uh, with his ties to China, with the oil, with the energy and all the above. And it's going to be fun to fun to see it happen. Mm -hmm. 
All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to go one click south of South Carolina to, you know where, Georgia, where former U.S. Senator Kelly Leffler is with us. we got a really great conversation about the future of voter registration, voter motivation, voter activation. Kelly Leffler has created a group since she left the Senate that's turning up a brand new model in Georgia, contributed to a lot of the big wins in Georgia this last year. We'll have that right after this commercial break. Hey folks, John Solomon here from John Solomon Reports. I'm proud to be on the iHeartRadio app every day with my podcast, with the news that we bring, the exclusive interviews. And you know what else is great? You can listen to any iHeartRadio station anywhere in the country inside this free app. I used to listen to all sorts of radio on my AM or FM radio. Today, I don't have time to be in the car that often. You know where I listen? I listen on the iHeartRadio app. It's awesome. And they have some really cool new features, unlike anything else in the market. One of them is called Talk Back Mic. Anytime I have something to say, I tap the mic and send my voice message and then listen to hear my voice on one of my favorite shows. Isn't that cool? You can send a message to your favorite disc jockey, your favorite podcast show host. So be sure to download the iHeart app radio. If you don't have it right now, the iHeart radio app is a winner. Be sure to download the free iHeart radio app today and start streaming your favorite radio stations, your favorite podcasts, and your favorite music playlists right from the iHeart radio app. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. A couple of years ago, people were talking about, ah, the Republicans have lost Georgia. It's a blue state. It's trending blue. Uh, Stacey Abrams is going to have an amazing comeback. None of that materialized. And part of the reason why is Georgia is still a red state, and it has done a tremendous job in organizing its vote and getting people to the polls and also growing confidence in elections by passing meaningful election reform. Our next guest, she has played an essential role in that transformation of Georgia's election system to greater confidence and greater engagement with the great voters of the Peach State. Joining us right now, former U.S. Senator Kelly Leffler. Senator, great to have you on the show. John, great to be on with you all today. Thank you. You have been involved in, I think, one of the most important projects, not only in Georgia. I think it's a model for all states that want to engage their voters. You're the chairwoman of Greater Georgia. It has done some remarkable things in getting people registered and engaged to vote. Tell us what's been going on. Absolutely. Look, you know, Georgia is a battleground state. It's going to be a battleground going into 2024. And I saw that firsthand when I was in the 
you know, what had really been the country's largest Senate runoff in history in 2020 and 2021. And I came out of that and said, we can never let this happen again. And as a businesswoman who stepped out of the private sector to really be the voice for Americans who, who want to live the American dream, who embrace American values, I said, we, we've got to build this from the ground up. So I really dedicated my Senate campaign, my infrastructure to the entire state of Georgia and just said, we have to make sure that we're mobilizing for local candidates, statewide candidates, and that Georgians' voices can be heard. So I built Greater Georgia uh, literally the month after I got out of the Senate. Uh, I had committed to Governor Kemp that I was going to Washington to serve Georgians. And when that opportunity didn't happen in 2021, I knew my work wasn't over. And so the three things we set out to do were, first of all, to register voters. It's something as conservatives we have to get back to. Um, We can't yield voter registration to the left, um, but registration is necessary and not sufficient. So from there, you have to engage voters, reach out to diverse communities. We did that. Uh, Underrepresented communities like women and, and our young voters. And then the third one was defend election integrity, because we know what Democrats want to do. We've seen their election bills. They want to nationalize elections and destroy faith in our elections. So that's what we spent the last two years doing. Yeah. And you put together recently an annual report, and I thought it had one of the greatest roadmaps to what the Republican conservative movement needs to do to keep pace with the Democrats. The Democrats are very good at election organizing, and they're also very good at fundraising. Some amazing numbers in the war chest differences. This is going to be a reality for the near future, which is that Democrats are going to have more money most times than Republican candidates. Tell us what went on in Georgia and how you make up that difference through innovation. Well, you you nailed it, John. It's fundraising and organizing is what the left specializes in. Here in Georgia, our Senate candidate, Herschel Walker, was outraised by $100 million. Uh, he had $100 million in a character assassination ads dumped on his head. Our governor, Governor Kemp, who won, was outraised by $35 million. But if we can't win the, the funding game, we can win on the ground. And that's why it's so vital that we organize. We have to become activists and organizers. That's what I built at Greater Georgia and my um, kind of sister organization, Citizens for Greater Georgia, which coordinated with our state uh, run campaigns and to make sure that not only did we win every statewide elected constitutional office, but we held Georgia's uh, General Assembly. So House and, and Senate are still Republican. So when people say Georgia is a red state, um, it, it's backed up by facts. That is true. But, you know, our roadmap was very much data driven. We, we started with data as a, as a business person. I'm, I'm used to um, looking at things based on the data and then holding myself accountable by reporting to the public after and saying, this is what we saw. This is what we did. Here's a roadmap. And it's really available to anyone outside of Georgia who, who wants to apply this voter contact, you know, at the doors, on the phones, having the conversations, um, and then doing it outside an election year as well as inside an election year. 
Yeah, it's so important. And ground game matters. And, and one of the things that really struck me in the report you just completed and really laying out great ideas for the whole country from the greater Georgia learnings is that voter engagement has to be year round, right? It can't just be from Labor Day to Election Day. There needs to be a conversation, a narrative and a form of engagement that maybe in past generations wasn't really required to get people to the polls. Tell us what you've learned and what some of the tactics that you've used to really keep people engaged and excited about where they go in the future? Well, it's really important, as, as you know, to be involved outside an election year. So here we sit in 2023. Everyone says, oh, there's no elections this year. Well, there's actually municipal elections. There are special elections that come up that you got to be ready for, right? So, um, you know, I was out speaking to the Georgia Baptist Association this morning. We have to be on the ground every day. We conducted over 100 voter registration and roundtables to make sure that we were reaching out to diverse communities. We were at supermercados reaching the Hispanic community, one of the lowest penetrated groups in terms of voters and in high schools. We have to do that. And women, women make up 55 percent of the electorate in Georgia. Um, They decide our elections. We decide our elections. And so making sure that we are where they are, caring about the issues they care about, building those relationships so that when elections come up and $100 million gets dumped on someone's head, they say, no, I actually know what this person stands for. I'm not going to believe the hype. And so, you know, as a result of our ground game, meaning being at the doors, being in person, we had millions of voter contacts. We registered tens of thousands of voters. And we saw our margins of victory in 2022 grow across the state on a candidate by candidate level. And Democrats won only 25 of 159 counties here in Georgia. That is a stunning achievement. It really shows how red the state still is, but that isn't going to stop the Democrats from trying to keep taking the state. You mentioned two demographics that I think are the key to conservatives in the next election. When you look at 2022, uh, Republicans won the national preference vote. They won married and unmarried men. They won married women. Unmarried women, particularly those under the age of 40 and voters under the age of 35, there was a 70-30 split to the Democrats. How do Republicans, and you've really worked on this issue a lot, how do Republicans engage young unmarried women and young voters in general? What are the issues and the points of engagement and appeal that conservatives can offer to bring more of those over? Because if there's just a one or two point shift in those two demographics, Republicans are sailing in the next election. Very much so. These are persuadable voters. Uh, We know that we have to do more to reach out to them. They're busy. Um, They're pursuing economic opportunity. They want good jobs. They want to they're building their livelihoods. They want public safety. They want they want to be able to go out and go to school or shop or um, live their lives and not worry about, um, you know, the the attacks that are happening. Now in Atlanta, we have um, the highest per capita homicide rate in the country. And, you know, obviously people are up in arms about it because what's happening um, in, in Portland, you look at that, we don't want to replicate that here. So we really connect with those voters on the issues they care about. Um, and so it's not just being at their doors, but it's, you know, going to where they are, events, festivals, holding lunches, meet and greets. So too many people that I met said, we've never met an elected official. I've never heard from a conservative. I don't know what Republicans stand for. And so just building that bridge 
and then showing up again and again is work. And that's why you have to do it every year, not just in an election year. So I'm very encouraged by the work uh, that we've done and and seeing the conservatism that runs through our young people um, and the energy and the fact that in Georgia's uh, primary, at least, the majority of women pulled the Republican ballot. So when the media narrative says, oh, overturning Roe versus Wade completely destroyed women's chances of voting Republican, that just wasn't true. Yeah, no, the data shows it. On the issue of abortion, on the issue of parent rights, there seems to be some real ground that Republicans can make up quickly. Moms and dads are worried that bureaucrats, nameless, faceless bureaucrats, want to take their say away over their child's education and their child's shaping. That seems to be a very powerful issue. Should a lot of the states and should conservatives try to get ballot initiatives to get that on the ballot and motivate people to come out in 2024? Well, we have to make sure that parents' rights are absolutely preserved and restored in cases where they've been overrun by schools or legislatures or even Joe Biden when he says, um, you know, parents should cede control to the government. So um, it's rampant. It's a huge, huge concern. It's a bipartisan issue. Um, Things like school choice. um, And, and, you know, I think we have to really make that a centerpiece because that is really like foundationally in America, um, just one of our basic freedoms to have our family, to live our lives, to have liberty and to get government out of the way. But unfortunately, this pandemic, this COVID uh, relief mindset has made everyone think the government has the answer and we have to stop ourselves. And next time we say government should do this or that, they shouldn't do anything. We need to come up with the answers, take control back of our schools, our children, our churches, um, and really our way of life. Yeah, it's such an important discipline, too. One of the things that's really exciting, and, and I did a lot of time studying the George Soros network, because, listen, it, you may disagree with George Soros and many of his values and visions for America. You can't disagree with the investment and the outcome he's been able to create in investing upstream, downstream in the political process. But what he brought to the equation for the left is Politics is a 24-7 conversation. It's not a Labor Day to Election Day. Elections are won maybe in the 18 months before by that engagement and that conversation that you're encouraging. And two, there needs to be an ROI to investments, that people should get political money only because they deliver on the investment that they were given. And they were given a mission they should deliver. People shouldn't get money just because they say they're going to do something. They have to do it. You seem to have brought that a lot of what the greater Georgia thing does. It brings a corporate mentality to politics. And it expands the conversation to a whole year. That seems like that's going to be an accelerant for conservatives. Are you seeing people in other states starting to model what you're doing? Well, I I haven't seen it firsthand. I've heard that there are more groups taking these measures, which I'm incredibly encouraged by. And I'd be happy to share our blueprint for anyone um, who wants to keep their state red. Um, But you're absolutely right. We have to have a business mindset and show up and do the work every day. And, you know, it, organizing and, um, you know, voter contact, it's all, it's not sexy. It's behind the scenes. It can be lonely work. It's so important and it's so gratifying when we win because it's the future of, of this country. And you're absolutely right. Uh, Soros is, is trying to buy these elections, influencing different groups. You only have to follow the money. You, you can see Antifa here in Atlanta 
protesting our police training facility, where's the money coming from? You know, you've got John Kerry over in Davos saying the only solution to climate change is money, 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 money. And so I think we have to be really mindful of the forces we're up against, but we can overcome that with work. Yeah, it's changing the mindset. That's the beginning of this process. And that's really what Greater Georgia has been able to achieve. There's really a fundamental change. And one of the things that struck me about the 2022 election in Georgia, I know there was frustration that the Senate seat still went to Raphael Warnick. But when you look at the rising water, it really raised all boats in the harbor, which means when you invest nationally in these strategies and you invest statewide in these strategies, the downstream candidates do much better. There's a lot of local races where Republicans outperform 2018, 2020. That is a real lesson for people to learn that this strategy actually brings the entire ticket upward, doesn't it? It, it absolutely does. And I'm John, I'm so glad you brought up local elections. They are absolutely critical to us winning at the highest levels. You, you can actually have local candidates that bring people along for the top of the ticket because they're local leaders. They're running for the state house or state Senate. They may be on the school board. Um, and did you know, and you, I'm sure you know this, that the Democrat Socialist Party actually organizes locally in local elections to build their pipeline. And so we too have to play that game and we have to be there locally. Yeah, it really, it does. And you look at particularly Soros invested in these local prosecutors and local secretaries of states. And when Republicans woke up one day and say, well, how do we have a secretary of state that's making all these terrible changes to the election law? Or how do we have a prosecutor who keeps letting all these bad people away? The answer is somebody at the Democratic side invested in those elections. Do you think Republicans are waking up that those elections are just as important to win as president, senator, Congress and governor? I absolutely do, because of what you mentioned earlier, what's happening to our kids in schools. People have woken up to the importance of the school boards, uh, mayors, what's happening with our police, uh, catch and release DAs who are anti-police. Um, and people are starting to realize this is our quality of life. And I absolutely think it's why Georgia's a red state, because they want us to be the firewall between Washington and our way of life. Yeah, and that's exactly how the founding fathers saw it, too. They realized that states' rights and local control of government was really the great model of government that they were inventing. They never wanted this big, monstrous federal government that we've created. So that buffer has become the state's time and again. Senator, for people who are inspired, there might be someone living listening in our states, hey, I want to do to my state what Greater Georgia has done to Georgia. What's the best way for people to tap into the work you're doing and the lessons that you've already learned and the great programs you've put in place? Well, absolutely. You can sign up to get more information or contact us at greatergeorgia.com. You can follow us on Twitter and you can see the report. Uh, go to my website. It's kellyleffler.com, all one word. And I, I put it on my website because it includes both my organizations, Citizens for Greater Georgia, where we coordinated with state and Senate uh, campaigns to make sure that candidate, local candidates won. And then um Citizens for Greater Georgia um, partnered with their campaigns. And then obviously Greater Georgia is a, a 501c4. That is an amazing array of important groups that are really making a difference. A lot of people have been buzzing about what you're doing in Georgia. It's a very exciting project. And it's a model, I think, for 49 other states to pay attention to. Senator, a great honor to have you on the show today. We're going to be watching closely what you do. Be sure to get you back on. But thank you for spending so much time and getting us into the nitty gritty of the success that you've been able to create in Georgia. 
Well, it's certainly my honor. I'm a big fan. Thanks, John. Thank you so much. We'll be talking to you real soon. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z -Pak. The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor-advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor advised fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash Just News. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. A big thank you to Congressman Ralph Norman and to Senator Kelly Leffler. Really great conversation. So glad they could be with us today. We're going to take the rest of the day off. Check out justthenews.com for the latest breaking headlines. We'll be back tomorrow with a whole new edition of John Solomon Reports. In fact, we've got a special tomorrow on how the new rules of Congress are reshaping the rules for America. Big changes in the House mean big changes for the rest of the country. We'll explain that to you tomorrow. So have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, 
Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. 